can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not just anything I wanna do, but the things that God's leading me to, the things that God draws me to, the places that he puts me, where I'm on the precipice of like, I don't know if this can work out, but God, I'm gonna put it in trust in you. That I'm not saying God is not just like my Instagram app or my real story, like, hey, what's up? No, I love Instagram, trust me. If anybody follows me, you know I do dumb stuff on there. But God's not something we tap into periodically. I'm excited for today's guest. Uh, pastor Todd is my local pastor and his style and approach to religion and faith is less fire and brimstone and more like talking to your buddy at the bar, except about the G-O-D. In this episode, we discuss why men don't share their faith with men like we should and why some men run from faith. This is Things Men Don't Talk About. Can you handle it? Can you handle it? Can you handle it? Can you handle it? Said I got to say something, baby. Hand me the mic. I said I got to say something, baby. Uh, Pastor Todd, good. How, how are you, sir? I am doing wonderful. I'm doing great. Good, good, to, good to have you on. Um, I have to say uh, I'm a little biased uh, towards uh, you because I love you. Um, and... You are an amazing pastor uh, with Impact Church that I go to, and I just think that you're the coolest pastor around. I, I don't don't tell all the other ones, but I think you're one of the coolest pastors to talk with. I'm, I'm sending the Venmo. Is it still uh, <laughs> Brad's lunch money? Doc? <laughs> Brad's walking around money. <laughs> so, uh, but no, but and and that's why I'm glad to talk with you about a topic that men don't really discuss like they should, and that is is God and religion. And I think sometimes when we do talk about it, there's people on the way, way extreme of like, you gotta go to church, you're wrong, blah, 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 and da, 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 mm -hmm. to the point where guys don't even wanna bring it up, you know, because right. they've been hurt through religion or anything like that. But I kinda like wanna talk to you. One is that I feel I'm a middle of the road person. I was, I was literally brought up Methodist. My grandfather mm -hmm. was a Baptist bishop. I converted to Catholic for my uh, ex-wife now. And then now I'm back to doing a Christian. I say my prayers each morning. I say thank you each night. Um, so I do all that, but I feel I don't talk to my other friends about, of course, God and, and the things that he's done for me or what he can do for other people. Why are men afraid of that? Why, why don't they talk more just in conversation about it? I, I think there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot. And you touched on a couple of them. I think when it comes to personal beliefs, I think that uh, the truth is that when somebody has somebody a strong personal belief, there, there's a sense that if it's really strong and it's personal, like if I think it's personal, then it's not necessarily something, anything I see of that circle that's really personal, I'm probably not sharing with it beyond somebody that's within a certain circle, right? I'm applying a circle that whatever's that personal circle. Um, I think the the other thing is, you know, even though we can be combative as men about certain things, like if you said, oh, look, I'm, a, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm repping my 76ers right now. I got no problem talking about them. <clears throat> the Phillies went down, but we got the Eagles and the Sixers right back, you know? So, but when you're, but when you're, you know, as far as like something like religion, it's different. Like if you say, hey, I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm an Eagles fan. I got no problem. We can, we can chop it up and go after it. Matter of fact, that's part of what we do, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But when it comes to something personal like religion in general, we're saying in general, it, it tends to be something like, I don't want to get in a conflict with somebody. I don't want to get into, and, and the other reason is like, I don't want to get in this defensive mode. I'm not a theologian. Sometimes people feel like they, they don't know enough 
to actually, you know, come out and start talking about because somebody starts questioning me, you know, I don't want to be, I don't look like, I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, so we will always shy away from conflicts. We don't really feel prepared to go forward with, even if we have a conviction about it. So that, that could be some, some people, yeah. um, you know, and, and you mentioned too, the other thing, you know, where people, they don't want to come off, I think many times as the guy. Like we all, we are somewhere you've known that guy, you know, I'm from like the Philly area. If you've grown up in, in any major city, you probably saw those guys outside with a sign like Turner burn or like yelling and shouting at people. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's like, nobody likes that in general for anything. Nobody likes that in general, like in politics, you see some of the loudest voices that on that edge, it's one thing to have convictions. Another thing to, to be this like soapbox preacher proponent and and they're not converting anybody we all look at those things most of us you know, like you and i are pretty sane most of it yeah and you know we look at it we're like man that's just it's so angry and it's just not something like so it's some guys i think shy away from that like i don't want to come off as that i'm not a theologian like i'll, I'll talk about it if it really somebody in my close circle but in general it's not something that i want to want to come off on and then in the defense of some of the guys that are really strong not all of them are crackpots you know, some of them are just have a really strong conviction and they're just like, man, I got to talk to, I got to tell everybody about this. Yeah. Um, but, but, but the truth is like, we talk about things that we like and we feel comfortable with talking about, you know? So, you know, we do the men's groups, right? right. One of the things that I love about the men's groups um, and, and, and every Wednesday night, you know, somebody will share something, then they go to a table and you're sitting at a table with like eight other guys and people start chopping it up. And, and, and so that some of these guys, you don't know, but once, you know, you get to know some people, you got, you've been at those tables before, Brad, and you know, people will all of a sudden guys will open up. Yeah. And I've heard guys say, Hey, this is really great because I've not been able to be honest about some of these things that I'm struggling with, you know, in relationship to God or relationship to my faith. And so, um, <clears throat> to just randomly talk about that with people, I just feel like, you know, a, a couple, a couple of those things come out to mind. Yeah. Well, I think the other part too is that men don't give thanks to to God. I, I feel men don't go, wow, you know what? I got that raise because of God. I mean, that's something that we need to start saying thank you to because I mean, he is the person True. who is guiding our life. But we get scared of that. I mean, I even get scared telling my my friends sometimes, hey, you know what? You know, put your faith in, in God. He's going to take care of you. And so- right. That is something that I think men more need to start bringing to the forefront, right? Right. I think so. I, I would say, I, I don't know um, how you were saying this, but I would say for me, I do think that there's a lot of God. There, it's hard to say, make a broad brush statement with all men. I do feel like there's people that I met, they weren't in church, they didn't go to church, but they're having a, a moment, like they start coming to church and then that's how we meet. And then it's saying, hey, you know, I always had a sense that there was a God. And I always kind of like in my heart had this like, private, like I would talk to God now and then. And some people like, I never did. I didn't know how to talk to God. But, you know, the idea of being thankful, I think there are guys that do, a lot of guys that do in their own context, in that sense of privacy, you know, that, um, you know, it's a personal thing, you know, who knows what people's thoughts are to God when something happens, Yeah. Um, you know, um, but, you know, the, the again, it's like, you know, when you come out, you start saying things, people fear, in, everybody's insecure on some level, fear of judgment, somebody going to label me like I'm, I'm a political radical person now. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, whether somebody's religious or not, like they don't know until they know most people don't really bring up too much unless they're on the forefront or unless they see, Hey, I, I feel like, and even for a guy out in your life, Hey, I do 
of faith in God. I am thankful to God. Um, I'm not sure how that should look for me to even talk about it more because you bring up a really good point. If we really believe that God did something in our life and really was moving on the behalf of something, then we shouldn't be embarrassed to, to share it with somebody. Does that mean that we wake up every day and walk around just telling, yelling? No, it doesn't mean that either. But it means in the flow of my life, I'm cognizant that life is not about me, that there's a bigger picture that I'm a part of. And God has blessed me. When we look at our lives, even people watching this, there are things in your life that you cannot understand. There's things, yeah, maybe you worked hard. Maybe you put your effort in and you've sharpened those gifts that bring you where you're at, which you have to do. If you want to be great, God's just going to open up the door. You know, scriptures yeah. in the New Testament says God gives us the power to gain wealth, meaning he gives us the power, gives us abilities. It's not just money, it's relationships, career, all that. But if... But at some point, we recognize there has to be an understanding personally that says, hey, I'm really, I am thankful. It's a great point, yeah. you know, an attitude of gratitude. And that will, in turn, like look through the lens of, okay, everybody's different. I, I had a guy, he's a high-performing guy, incredibly wealthy, has a TV show. I don't want to drop a name, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not a name dropper, Brad. You know that. Yeah. And yeah. when I was talking to Oprah about it, I was like, you know what? We shouldn't drop names as much because it's just a little much. Yeah. So I really try to back off of that. On dropping anyway, names, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a lunch with 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 now. Anyway, yeah. uh, but but you know, when we when we see these things happen, what he said, he said, you know, in my world, I'm with all these people all the time, a lot of high profile people. He's one of the things I do, the way I work out my faith. If we eat, I say a prayer. I don't make it long. I make it weird. I say, hey, you guys, do you mind if I pray? He yeah. said, this is unbelievable. It's rappers, it's artists, it's actors, everybody, right, in the entertainment community that he interfaces with. But he said that's how I do it. He's never going to be on a stage. He's never going to be in a preach. I think one of the things we think about talking about God, there isn't some exactly format. We've got to follow this thing. Hey, let's do three posts a week about God. And yeah. Because every communication, your ability to communicate and connect with people is based on how you are wired and the place that you're in. So and it's so going to look different. And so you said something very interesting there. It's not structured. So you think that's also why men kind of veer away from it because they need structure to know what to do and how to, you know, be religious. You know, I think yeah. that that kind of like messes them up because you said there's there's no there's no playbook, you know, really right. on on how you you worship. Am I right? No. So if you look at Pastor Travis, which you see him, he's a great communicator, incredible preacher, right? Does an incredible job here every Sunday. Um, how he communicates, you know, and how I communicate or you communicate you know, we spend the majority of time, most people are spending 99, if you go to church, you're spending 99% of your time outside of church. You're in the world with people. We're working majority of the time. So one of my messages to, to people and, and especially business people is the idea that scripture say, hey, your creators are handiwork. The skills, skill sets that some of you guys have watching this and that men have, we didn't listen ask for it. I haven't, I haven't gotten the budget yet for us to do video. So it's okay. Listening. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah listening. I, so, I'm, I'm working on that budget. See, I'm asking God to give me the means yeah. to have a video, to have yeah. actually a video talk show. Yeah. So, I mean, here, here's the thing. Every successful person I've ever met in my entire life, and I'm just saying successful in the, in the sense of how we kind of assess this stuff, let's say in general, and even with families, they all have one thing in common, and that's a sense of mission. You've done, Brad, with your career, you've had uh, incredible experiences and you're you have a great great relationship with people you know you put time and energy because of a sense a some level of sense of mission you know and so one of the things i've I, i'll sit down and talk with people about is that hey let's look at your mission let's look at what you value most in your life and 
let's let's when we do this reassessment you know walking people through restructuring it doesn't changing everything it's just understanding again i'm here for a reason and purpose i'm created in a certain way i'm built this way you know the way that they show you know talk about god is going to be different so let me give you a quick example one of the guys that we do a lot of missions with here um he's grew up in a farm kid in minnesota he's an older guy in his early 70s he's built over 200 projects around the world schools orphanages that kind of stuff and just gives them away and so how does a guy like he's never going to get on stage and talk about god he's not a big talker even when you're with him he's a great guy had several companies started a foundation so he's funding this himself but it's not like he's trying to do it for his instagram he, he doesn't even have an instagram <laughs> it's like he, <laughs> he, he, he so here here's a, here's the challenge i think when you find your mission and there's a reason to do something then you do it yeah right there's a sense there's a personal mission if god has blessed me i'm blessed to be a blessing but i'm meant to be who god made me to be so where am i you know you know i use a lot of food references so i'm going to use like in my pizza <laughs> pie i got these slices as a man i got my health and you're doing a great job like touching on some of these issues because there are things i need to be reminded of you know and challenged right. with but all of these things, our relationships is a slice, our finances, all this stuff. But, you know, the idea of my mission bigger than my, even through my job or through how I'm wired and making the world and leaving my mark on this world is also an important question. And again, I think that, like you said, there isn't a structure, but but there, in, in essence, the structure for me, what I found to be, you know, successful and helpful to men and women, but mostly to men is the idea that, man, I do, I'm built for more. I don't have forever. And you yeah, know this, yeah. Brad, like we were in the hospital together, bro. Yeah, like, thank yeah. God that you're still here. Yeah. And, and, I, and I called you. I was scared. I mean, I, I was scared there. And I and you were the, the first person who I thought about calling out of everybody, family members or anything. I says, I need to call someone who has a, 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 a red phone to God who can help me in that way. And I think we forget about that when we get into trouble in our personal lives, our marriages, whatever. We forget to go to someone who has a direct line, but that's also our guy friends. Our, we all have direct lines to God in a way. And that's what, what has to be has to be talked about, you know, when we do that. Like pray with a friend, even yeah. though you might not be a pastor. And I think that's one thing we we don't do. We don't sit and pray. You said you have someone who sit and prays every time they have dinner, but you know, I, I thought about every time I, I come across one of my friends, I go, you know what, Let, let's sit and have a pray when they when they have a problem and stuff. And I think that's what we need to do more, right? Yeah. So so everything in life, if you want to shift this, if you're sitting here and you're saying like, I want to be a better, I want to do a better job in this pizza pie, this slice of my life of being able to talk about God. You're called to be Brad. I'm called to be Todd, right? In the circles that I'm flowing in, it's yeah. just going to be an outgrowth of where I'm at, right? And it's going to look like me and look like you because look, we're created in the image and likeness of God. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. So that means it's already in us, right? And so if we we believe in God and we're like, we can pray, anybody can pray. One person's prayers are not more than another. Even just showing care and concern. Sometimes we're missing moments. It's not about quoting scriptures. It's not, what did Jesus say? He said this, if you want to be the greatest, well, the greatest thing we could do, greatest commandment. He could have said anything, Brad. He could have said, Hey, I want you to learn Greek and Hebrew, and I want you to do this. I want you to like, you know, I want you to walk on your hands and knees for four years. And then after that, do that. He could have done, a, he just simply said, love God with your heart. So love your neighbor as yourself. What would the world look like? How different would it look if we just, if we just said, hey, because I love God, I reflect that with loving other people. Love's an action word. Yeah. And, and if I had a sense of mission that, man, I'm actually here for a reason and a purpose. And I'm going to start looking for opportunities. And so if I'm starting something new, it always starts this way. There's a crawl, walk, run process, right? So what you just said, it's something small. It could be, hey, 
I hear I, actually people tell me sometimes their problems and I've never even thought about saying I'll pray for them. Yeah. There's there's no you don't even have to do it then. You could just say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna be praying for you. Just put a note in your phone. And when you think of it every day or whenever, you just say, God, just pray you bless them. You what is prayer? This let me just take this mystique out of prayer for real quick. Is yeah. that okay? Okay, yeah. So like and that's a quick exit. When I'm praying for somebody, what I'm actually doing is I'm 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 saying, okay, Brad, we're here together. I'm standing in agreement with you for what you need to happen. In your case, we're in the hospital. You're getting ready to go back. They're doing surgery. We don't know exactly how it's all going to go, but we're standing in agreement that the doctors would do a great job, that they would assess everything properly, that God's presence would be there to keep you calm, you know, whatever that, the, but I'm praying in agreement with what you need to happen, right? I'm just standing in agreement and we're, we're kind of on the same side talking to God, right? Right. right. So if you see, you know, if, if you had a friend, if I, if I showed up and I'm like, Brad, man, I'm in a really bad way, man, I don't have any money. Like, could you? I just need lunch. You know, I don't have any food. Like we're, we're getting money next week or something. Like in a heartbeat, you'd be like, Todd, what do you need? Like, let's go get, let's go get something. We'll get you a gift card. I'll get you a gas card. You know, we do this at church. Yeah. So all you're doing is on the same side as that person. And and this is, this is why compassion is important. Compassion isn't, I just feel sorry for somebody for all men out there. Like, it doesn't mean it's gotta be that. I'm just saying it's a quick little thing that you could do. Yeah. yeah you know, the other thing is you could just start another small step to be like, I'm going to, you brought up a good point. Just starting to be thankful to God. Okay. I'm going to start, you know, we just did this exercise because we're doing this exercise for the staff the next, yeah. the next week, every day, we're writing down 10 things that we're grateful for. What are we thankful for with God? Right. Um, you know, I, I have a, I have a, a devotional coming out at the beginning of the year called the 40. It's a few kind of, know, you know, about it's 40 yep. day journal and each day yep. is for entrepreneurs, high performing people as and that and even people don't read the Bible. It's just meant that each day there's going to be a, a quick scripture, a description, be encouraging. And then it'll be a, a little video that goes along with it just to give you like that vitamin D for the day, you know, yeah. like that little vitamin. <laughs> oh, and, and again, because you feed what you want to grow and you starve what you want to die. If it's something yeah. you're like, hey, I want to be better at this. Yeah. And you want to change something you have to change that, but you could change baby steps. And and look, it will you will find the way once you start looking and being open to saying, okay, I want this. That's a mission. If you have a sense that you you know that you're not here and you look at your life and you can honestly say, I know for me and I know for you, man, there's some stuff that's happened in my life. If it wasn't for God, I don't know if I would be That'd here. Be I don't know if my kids would be like, I don't know if some stuff that happened. I got some breaks in life that I can't explain. And it I, really probably is the fingerprints of God. And so I have to acknowledge right. that because again, I'm going to, you know, I, why God never intended us to walk alone. It isn't about going to impact church or this, but at some point it's you, it's just between you and God that you at least have a conversation to say, okay, what does this mean for me? Oh, so I'm, and I just want to ask, I mean, you said right there also too, talking to our, our guy friends to say, Hey, have you had a talk with God today? Mm -hmm you know, and different things like that, which is okay to say. I think also supporting them is in a, in a mm -hmm. great way. And that's one thing they need to do. Something else I want to touch upon, because I know we, we talk very short here on the show, um, but I want to ask you this, and this is a very controversial thing, and I'm going to see what your take is on it. And, okay. you know, we're going to see, but I was talking with um, an older gentleman um, and, and I just remember, you know, Sunday was for church. Do you feel like professional sports has ruined going to church on Sunday because before, you know, people don't realize way back in the day, there was no professional football on Sunday. No one did anything on Sunday. Right. There was no, there was no T-ball. There was no soccer. There was none of this stuff like that. And I feel like that is overtaking people going to church and guys getting to church uh, for that reason. And so 
do you feel that is is one reason why guys aren't um, going to church and accepting church because I got sports I got this I got to take the kids yeah. here this and that on a Sunday right I mean is it a factor for some guys yeah I mean I don't know if I can come out and say like oh my gosh we just need to cancel all games because guess what Let, let's just be honest if it wasn't that we you know there's other stuff that comes up like you said sports there's a million other things now, if somebody's an athlete, they're playing for a team, like you have to show up at work. I mean, there's people that come here. They're like, I have to work on Sunday or I have to fly out for this business meeting. They were always like, we, we could try to shut down as much as we can. But the days when my dad grew up like in South Jersey and they were everything closed at like noon on Saturday and it was closed Sunday. Yeah. He told these stories about like, hey, you didn't get it from the store. You waited till Monday. Like it just wasn't there. Uh, but the reality is it's not the world we live in. The good news is there's always a way to connect. Like we have churches have churches on Saturdays, the church during the week. You have streaming services. Um, and, and here's the other parts of this. <clears throat> if my faith is important to me, then God is showing me where I'm supposed to be. If I'm a business person or if I'm a person that's called to play and be in an environment and I should be a light in that environment, then God's put me there. Right. For a reason. So I, I'm okay. But but I don't blame like I know professional athletes like it just stinks. I can't go with my family on Sunday. I wish I could be there live. I get all that. I really yeah. do. Um, but it won't be forever. Right. That's right. not forever. There's 16 games a year. You have some stuff, you know, whatever. You know, yeah. I'm sorry with it. Pre-game. So so, yeah, but I don't know if I would make quite an indictment, but I think when you really want something, here's the deal. You know, I love to cook, right? And I'm Italian. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. can say, hey, oh, we know you love to cook. Here, <laughs> we, here, we you know it. I love to we eat. Yeah, I'm only showing the top half for a reason. <laughs> you know, I don't want, I don't, yeah. You never trust a skinny chef, Brad. Um, anyway, but if you, but it, here's the, here's fundamentally, here, here's what I think is that fundamentally, if somebody really wants to, to be engaged with their faith, like I could teach you how to how to make lasagna and it would be awesome. We could get, sit together, put together a meal, but I can't teach you to be hungry. If somebody's hungry and they're called to be somewhere, God's going to create an opportunity for them to grow their faith, you know, and to be part of things. And then, yes, I've had friends who are like, hey, I can't do this job anymore um, because Sundays is just not an area I can compromise. Just real quick, when I was in the food business, I had the president, it was Acme Markets, was open, it's an East Coast thing. President had asked me, it's a long story, but at a medium, he's like, hey, listen, I'm a young chef. They're doing prepared food. He's like, hey, will you come to our corporate headquarters, meet with him, meet with this division? They said, hey, we want you to come in and help us build this out. Now, I'm like 20 years old, Brad. I'm still in college. Yeah. And they said, look, we'll do this. But for you to learn, understand how this all works. Like, you're going to make a lot of money, all this stuff. Um, but you have to be here on Sundays. And, like, you have to travel around in a certain store so you can understand the business. It makes total sense. Right. For me... I had a bigger mission and I was like, I know where I'm called to be. I'm not about right or wrong. I'm mad about it. It's like, I just know where I'm supposed to be. That's what helped me make the decision. If you're really clear on that, but if I was, but if I was called to do that, so my brother had a position where he had to do something like that. My brother, my dad was a pastor. We all sat down. I remember my dad talking to me. He's like, no, that's where God wants you to be. He knows that you're going to be fine. Right. It's up to you to keep your faith going. The church doesn't fix your faith. Like, yeah. You need the church. We should be part of a church, but that's not, the end all be all. Yeah. Right. So oh, like, as far as I know, you and I still feed ourselves, right? Yeah. We, we wake do. up, I go to restaurants, but like, we gotta, we have to develop that. That feed. That answer, do you think that answers, am I answering your question? You are, we, you know, it's, that's why I want to just have a brief talk about. And I think it's about again, you know, our faith and we're opening up the doors and that's what we want more men to go and talk about. And that's what I want them to do. And I want to leave on one note. I wanted to say, this was always told to me and I never believed it until recently. And that is um, your prayers today 
are for someone else tomorrow. And that's our mm -hmm. children. And I, I didn't realize what my dad did as a minister, mm -hmm. his dad did, got passed down each time going, going, going. And now mm -hmm. I'm able to give my prayers to my kids. And I think that's yeah. something that why men need to talk more about religion, more about prayer. Mm -hmm. and that's one reason why we need to get back into talking and having the conversations. Because here, here's the thing, what you're doing financially matters. How you deal with your relationships based on your kids and what you want to get out of life matters. It's never too late to start over, right? If you messed up, it's never too late to start over. And the great thing with God, he can forgive us, we start new. So, you know, even if we're like, man, I'm mad at God, and this, it's understandable. I've been mad at God too sometimes, but doesn't change the fact. I've been mad at my accountant. I've been mad at my 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 mechanic. I've been mad at <laughs> yeah. lots of people at times, but I still go to the doctor. I still go see my car fixed. I still do certain things, right? Because yeah. it's just, I, I learned there's an understanding that I see with life. Um, but you said something like, again, we, we have one life. You have two eyes in the front of your face for a reason. We're looking forward and we're all becoming something. Yeah. I'm not, you and I are where we were in our twenties. You know, I'm in my early fifties now. I mean, I, I look 40, but I'm in my early fifties. Um, and so from the time, the time I have left, it's just like, I get to build whatever the heck I want it to look like. And if God's a part of God's real, he's a part of things. Why wouldn't I want to include him in my life? Right. And he's not mad. He's not sitting up there mad at us like crazy Uncle Sal, like with a stick, like, look what you did. I can't wait to beat on you. Like a father doesn't do that. Like, even when yeah. my daughter is messed up and you do you have kids, when they hurt, I come closer. God comes closer. So, yeah. you know, just being open, like you said, to say, I want to get closer to God. You start it talking to God. Get and the other thing is you don't have to have the answers. You get into a network of people say, Hey, I know this guy, Brad, he's been through something similar. You should just talk to him, man. You should just talk to him. You know, we even if we just did that, would be helpful. Like that's yeah. a crawl or walk way to handle things. Pastor Todd, thank you. Thank you for uh talking. And and there's some other things that you touch upon. I think I, I want to have another conversation down the line because um the next one is gonna be, you said it perfectly as we finish up here. It's okay to be mad at God and it's yeah. okay to have your religion and talk about it with men and that's what more men need to do and that's why it's things men don't talk about thanks for listening be sure to give the show a rating and don't forget to subscribe